I don't have a bit, but I actually remembered this time. This is our fourth episode of the month. I haven't mentioned yet that this podcast started in October 2021, so it is the two-year birthday of the podcast this whole month. Uh, I think October 4th, 2021, I want to say, so we're a little late um, to mention it. I think we made a bigger deal out of the 100th episode instead of like the two-year thing because it's like the 100 and, you know, eighth episode or whatever, and like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we're well, two yeah, years two old. years. Woohoo. Wow. We can legally drive now or something. Yeah. The terrible twos. I'm I'm gonna throw a tantrum in the middle of a target. <laughs> <laughs> That's the era we've entered, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you're speaking from experience. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, we have good kids. They don't do that actually. Okay, good. Yeah. You just have uh speaking for a friend. Right? Yeah, yeah, my friend said that. <laughs> So yeah, happy birthday to the podcast. I don't know. I didn't have anything planned. You were you expecting us to bring out a cake? Because we're not. I know. I think you thought this was gonna be a surprise party. Kind of. I mean, I told you before. Come on out, everybody. Oh man. You guys have already been on this month. I thought you just would have assumed, oh well, if we're back a second time, it's gotta be special and that's on us. Surprise, we did nothing. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh well in that case, um, uh, I don't know how to start the podcast yet, so it'll either be uh, just beginning with the anticlimax instead of building to one as usual, or something along the lines of, welcome to Late to Movies. My name is Ben Hull, and this podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week, we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest, or sometimes all of us hadn't seen before and really should have by now. This week, continuing our fourth of fifth episodes in Spooky Subtitles Month, a whole month look at non-English horror. We've got 2007's Wreck. Uh, I don't actually know if that's... It's stylized as like the little red circle, R-E-C, all caps, like the record button on a handheld camera. I've been calling it Wreck. I've been calling it Wreck, too. No, I've, I've been calling it Wreck also. Obviously, a different movie is Wreck, too. I know. I'm, <laughs> that'll have to be a different episode. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> Uh, it's same director as for Wreck 2. I think then it's others after that. But uh, anyway, yeah, we'll get we'll get to Wreck. Yes. Horror movies are notoriously uh, famous for their great sequels. Yep. 100%. <laughs> uh, especially ones where seemingly all the characters are dead at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. th- those make the best sequels. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed on the main character's wiki, star of the Wreck series, 2007 to 2014. It's like, interesting. Hmm. Uh, wonder where she we're gonna be spoiling wreck by the way yeah like we already have yeah i think you already spoiled it yeah i mean come on it's a found footage horror movie you know it doesn't have a happy ending someone has to find the footage <laughs> that's true somebody found the footage it's not here's my uh, footage movie i guess yes. i never thought about that yeah <laughs> i should have known what was gonna happen huh yeah. Yes, the footage gets found. There's not like a talking head with this with the main lady who's like, anyway, you you're not gonna believe what happens next. <laughs> kind of dumb now. <laughs> you yeah. clicked on this episode. <laughs> this is your fault. Um, as always, that's oh, that's how we should start every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, insult insult the listeners and yeah this is on. this is your fault you know you were warned just by, uh, probably you should have assumed it would have been low quality um 
anyway, uh, your guests, everyone's guests, left to right across your pocket style. We got Ray. Hi. We got Greg. Hey. Um, defending champions from the. Uh, <laughs> what got? What did you guys do? The hosts. No. no. Let the right uh, one in. Let the right one in. Yes. Good. I'm glad. Ooh, we're the defending champions. Defending champions. <gasps> good for us. I don't really say returning champions, but let's say it's defending because you're the only people on twice this month. Yeah, everyone else is lame. Although. I don't know who's doing the next episode, so someone else might be on twice. Uh, oh, you might be on three times. Yeah, you might be on three times. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're talking about the movie too much. Have you guys watched anything good besides this recently? <laughs> and besides Let the Right One In, which we all gave a good score. Ooh, it was, that was good. I don't think we've watched anything since then. Remember, we... That was pretty soon. I mean, that's pretty recently well, in your defense. we have been watching Great British Bake Off. Mm, it's a really yeah. good season this year. Cool. Uh, and I started Doctor Sleep today. I've watched about 20 minutes of it. Oh, one, 1% <laughs> of the way through. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your review for the first 20 minutes? Not impressed so far. But <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. It really just Keep feels it. It feels like, un, in, like unconcluded. <laughs> yeah, it's weird they didn't let him put out his full cut. It's weird they put out like a 20-minute cut. It's like a sequel <laughs> to The Shining. You think like, people are going to see this. You could put out more than 20 minutes. No. <gasps> But was it, is it a Warner Brothers movie? They must have been pushing like, no, if it's only 20 minutes long, we can show it 50 times a day. So we're going to get with so we're much more money. So much money. <laughs> yeah, word of mouth after day one, people will be like, this movie's only 20 minutes long. You shouldn't pay 20 bucks for it. <laughs> but that first day. Uh, anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Just abruptly ends. <laughs> Doesn't tell any story. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. They think barely set up stakes or like a plot line. <laughs> it's almost nothing. It's funny because I think last episode we talked about how we liked all the stuff Hulu had on, and then we watched nothing. <laughs> you guys talked to Big Get. Maybe we're gonna check out some of them. Like I don't know. Maybe we'll go to like the the Wolfman category and see what's happening. Like we talked Big Game. We did. Well, I started Doctor Sleep today, so that's something. Have you seen that's anything? Right. Uh, yeah, of course. Really. I actually was inspired by you mentioning Bake Off because a different British show that has someone who used to be involved in Bake Off also has a new season. And it's also been very good. Um, Sue Perkins. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's on the new season of Taskmaster. Like oh, we like Taskmaster Sorry, a lot. British, the new series of Taskmaster. Ah, uh, yes, the new series. Um, and this series has been really good. I think as of this recording, there's five episodes out now. And um, because I guess they were tired of everyone just pirating it because it was really easy to pirate it. They're just putting the episodes out on their YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, we'll definitely watch this. Yeah, actually. Well, I've been watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Well, no, you, like you've always been able to just watch it on YouTube because somebody just uploads it on YouTube. And if not, you just like Google it and you go to Daily Motion. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but now just the official Taskmaster YouTube. Oh. Okay. By yeah. the end, I think by the Friday of the week, of the the new episode just puts out the new episode. Oh, nice. oh that's nice. Yeah. And they actually do a pretty fun thing where they like premiere it. So it's happening sort of at a set time on YouTube and there's like, you know, so it's like kind of live and I think there's that's even cool. like a chat and stuff. Fun. Uh, but anyway, the new season has been great. It's, um, there's always like certain archetypes that aren't on every series, but usually there's someone who's like really bad at everything that everyone makes fun of because it's funny. Yep. There's none of that this season. Oh. There's sometimes people who like just don't care that much and their thing is they don't care. There's kind of like a person like that. 
but everyone's sort of just insane this season, which I is like fun. That. Yeah. Yeah. And that I, was true a few seasons ago too. It was kind of true last series. Um, but there's still people like trying, but this one, it's like, no one's really taking it that seriously. Everyone's just kind of having a good time. No one's the person that's like failing and sad about it. Um, I like the one with Noel Fielding cause he's the yeah. great, great Bayhawk kind. He's just so crazy and he's so funny for a lot of people getting into the show. They usually start with probably that series because Noel Fielding is more known to people, especially mm-hmm. since he's his stint on Bake Off. Um, but I guess for similar reasons, maybe this one would be a good one to get into too, because it's Sue Perkins and the show isn't exactly hard to figure out the format and mm-hmm. like rules and stuff because it's literally a different thing every five minutes yep. that they've never done before. So oh, I want to watch that now. It's really good. Um, yeah. Each episode's almost as long as the movie wreck. <laughs> I can't believe how short this movie was. <laughs> yeah, we can transition into this. It's a 78-minute diamond cut gem. Uh, you can't go that long on found footage. You got to get in, get out. I don't think Blair Witch is much longer, right? 90, maybe? Yeah. 85. Gotta be short, yeah. Love me some short movies. Yeah. But yeah, what, yeah, what, what, what was the length on this thing? 78, I think. That's just so short. 78, and there is, um, there's not really opening credits because it kind of just gets into it. There is like words on the screen, I guess. Yeah, um, it does jump right in. There is like a full end credit sequence, though. Yep. So, uh, hour 21, so three minutes longer for Blair Witch. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, it's funny, both those movies, um, this movie does not feel super short. No. No, it doesn't feel super short. It's definitely more go, go, go than Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which has, I think we talked about it. That was my first time watching it when we watched Blair Witch because it was us and Robbie, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about like, oh, I'm surprised how much of it is them walking around and like having conversations and not just like talking about where's the Blair Witch at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look out, there's the Blair Witch. <laughs> yes. Which not to, not saying that necessarily doesn't work, but that is sort of this movie. <laughs> It's everyone, they're either running from the stuff that's happening, upset about the stuff that's happening, or being interviewed about the stuff that's happening. Yes. Yeah. There's not like, in Blair Witch, it's like kids in college talking about kids in college stuff a lot yes. of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was some downtime in this though. I, I think- um, That's fair. Yeah. Until I, they get there and shit goes Yeah. For sure. I really like the, the, the pacing in this movie. I do too. How about one minute on the clock? And uh, I, well, I, unless you guys have seen it before, I just figured it was clear I hadn't seen it before. Have we have you? not seen it before. Oh, no, okay. I haven't seen it before. Yeah, it's it, that's fun. I'm glad that we're kind of branching out. And I don't know, I think it's been a really good month of really great movies. Yeah. So I'm I mean, uh, We've only seen the, the two, but you've seen half of them so far. Yeah. 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 Impressed with them so far. So, yeah. Um, so either any of us are eligible. You want to? You usually do the plot summaries when we're here. You can again if you'd like. Sure. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I always need a second. Like, what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Okay. Collect, collect your thoughts. I'm ready. So our movie starts uh, with our lady that I can't remember her name. Angela. Angela. Uh, she's filming a nighttime TV spot thing. Uh, she's going to follow some firefighters around. Uh, she interviews the firefighters, goes around the station for a bit. They get a call, and they end up at an apartment building, basically, uh, that has a very big, large, open common area. Um, they go in. There's a woman acting crazy. The fire and the police go. 
uh, and this woman ends up biting one of the police officers in the neck. They try to run him out of the building. The building's been locked up. They're surrounded by police, and they can't leave, and they don't understand why, what's happening. Um, this escalates pretty quickly. Everyone in the apartment complex is in this common area. Everyone's freaking out. They find out the building's being like quarantined. They don't know what's going on. They go back upstairs. Uh, this woman uh, continues to attack people. She ends up throwing a firefighter over the 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 railing. He falls down like a couple stories. Um, they end up shooting her. Uh, more people are fucked up. A doctor ends up getting sent in to like test people's blood. You end up finding out that he's trying to give them some kind of medicine. They come back to life. They're starting to attack people. Things just fall apart at this point. They're running around the building as the people are coming back to life as zombies. They don't understand what's going on, but uh, they're like trying to handcuff people who they think have been bitten. Uh, and then everything just falls apart very quickly. And just a few survivors are running, trying to lock themselves in buildings. Uh, they're trying to escape the building, going into different rooms, trying to find keys. Uh, eventually, they end up locked in the penthouse uh, where they figure out someone's been holding a girl they thought was possessed because she had this like infection. Um, they get locked in the dark once their light goes and this thing's in there. A girl, I guess, uh, and they uh, end up getting dragged away by her, and the movie ends. Yep, pretty much. Um, how did you feel about the depiction of Portuguese people in this movie? Uh, Just that person at the end. Who is the Portuguese person? Uh, the, the thing that killed them at the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's their only that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, very, very accurate. accurate. Yeah, I didn't know if you took issue with it. Or- nope. No, I as soon as they showed up on screen, I went. I told, I was like, "Oh, that person looks just like me." Yeah, I was oh, like, wow. "Oh, I think that that was our neighbor." <laughs> yeah, they that. did. They their house looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> not not the the girl, but the uh, I guess the priest who owned the apartment was from Madrid, and I kept thinking about that. Yeah, he was sent uh, by the Vatican, and it's yeah. I kind of like that actually. His little the uh, how old that little like tie in there. Yeah, it's just kind of very zombie. And then at the end, you're like, oh, possession? maybe it's a, maybe it's a demonic possession. And they're like, <laughs> nope. <Question mark>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hmm. like we just get. I guess he decided he can't really kill this lady, so I just put her in here and, you know, put up some posters of Jesus. Yeah, burn some candles, which clearly didn't last, and just let it happen. Uh, so one cool thing that might be a lie uh, about this movie, <laughs> because it's from the the X-ray. The, it's, it's on Amazon right now, by the way, but only, oh, actually, by the time this comes out, I think it's only on Amazon for like 10 more days. So um, oh, watch really? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's out, uh, I guess, November, what, third or fourth? When, I'm, when I watched it today, it said 12 more days. So I'm thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Worth watching, worth getting in before Halloween. Like we said, it's only, it's under 80 minutes long. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this movie a lot, actually. Uh, so something that might have been a lie because the X-ray on Amazon is those things that pop up if you move your mouse or you'd like hit pause and it culls from the trivia on IMDb. Um, they didn't have their scripts in advance all the way through the movie. They only got the scripts for the scenes they were shooting on the day. So no one knew what their character's ultimate fates were. Um, that sounds true. And then IMDb says, which made them, which made the actors like nervous and apprehensive, which led, lent itself well to the, the characters they had to play because they're all nervous and apprehensive. And it seems like, I don't know if you know them like that, IMDb. Like <sighs> these are actors, maybe, maybe <laughs> they were happy to experiment and like kind of stretch, stretch a little bit, yeah. you know? 
It's like everyone was super upset the whole time. It's like citation needed, dude. The the other part sounds like objective fact. That sounds like IMDb kind of putting some shit. And like I said, it's not it, it's not a big leap to guess no. in a found footage film that nobody's gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because otherwise it would be like normally presented film. It yeah. No one had to find it. Yes, the normally presented footage. Yeah, the person who shot it still had it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I found this. No, you didn't. Yeah. You made, you made that. <laughs> it's made footage. <laughs> it's a totally different genre. Totally different. <laughs> Most movies are made footage. Hmm. Yes. Um, I feel like this movie is extra nice because it's, a found footage film and it's good because I feel like most found fit footage films are not good. It does something really interesting. So the, the framing, like you mentioned is it's a sort of a news reporter that they do like kind of like a special series maybe or something. It's unclear if this is actually them trying to get something picked up and they're making sort of like a reel. It kind of has that sort of amateurish vibe at the beginning. Someone makes a little joke about like, well, who watches this kind of thing? Right. So yeah. it, I, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's, it definitely doesn't seem like it's a mainstream, like yeah. very popular thing, no matter what. And early on she says, Hey, if this interview sucks, just cut because we don't want to waste the tape. Yes. Whatever. So it doesn't seem like they have a ton of resources mm-hmm. backing them. I was confused about that because are they really using like tape? Um, they might just be like disk space. This is 2007. So they don't, they're working on not a ton okay. for video. Mm-hmm. If you remember like your point and shoot, you had what? Five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's probably like a 512 meg thing in there that costs like 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, want to go all, you know, uh, how'd he get his powers on this. Oh, but God. <laughs> no, I feel like my, I, I do that have. that demon girl get her <laughs> No, I, I just, I feel like I have a little bit of an issue with found footage format because I'm always thinking, like, why would you still be recording? You know, and they always, I don't yes. know, they, they throw something in there. Like in Blair Witch, it was, you know, this is my coping mechanism, and which mm-hmm. that, that that's fine. This one I felt like was a little bit less plausible. Um, theirs was like I, a. I like, I like it in this one. I, I like it. Theirs was like a, not, I don't want, I'm not quite anti government, but like they were like, we need to have proof that this happened kind of thing. They did, but she was like way too forceful about it, like way too early. Yeah. This uh, is so. My, uh, yeah, oh, we're probably going to say the same thing. Yeah, my other thought was that it, it is like an amateur news thing. I think they need something like this. You know what I mean? True. Like They're, She's looking at this as her big break. Yes. Pretty much. I guess, but I think at some point I would have stopped filming because there's a lot of, lot going down. Yeah, <laughs> at some point, yeah, but... They, they, kind of, they kind of pepper in the sort of vibe that this is like a kind of fame-hungry person. But I agree. I probably would have... If I'm Pablo, I'd probably help a little more. Yeah, I think yeah. with the, the found footage films, it's... I feel like they try to make it so that the point that you would normally stop, the movie's ramped up enough where you're not really going to pay a lot of attention to the fact that they're still filming. Yeah, well, And that's kind of where it is with this, too, because it does... It, I feel like it has, like, a really... It really ramps at some point. You know what I mean? Not that it's not, like, yeah. got a lot going on, but it does, like, kind of just shoot off for that last, like, 15 minutes or so. 100%. Yeah. The other thing that having the framing it of it being sort of like this camera crew is you do get at least the sense that Pablo, who's the guy holding the camera hold the whole time, you don't actually see his face. Um, and by the time you could, it's gone. Um, 
Again, we're going to spoil this movie. Um, But one of the things that him being like a maybe actual professional camera guy lets the movie do is it's actually shot really well for for a found footage movie. Um, And he's using like an actual, you think, big camera. So it's not as shaky as other things. That's true. A Mm -hmm. lot of the shots are framed really well. He is like trying to shoot it like this is a thing they're going to present on TV later. So he's intentionally lining up shots and like getting into areas and putting his camera around things to see places that they're not allowed to go into. Um, and the movie I think looks pretty incredible. So it has the sort of, uh, digital camera aesthetic and most movies like this look so shitty. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it is nice a nice change of pace in final footage to not have those scenes where like someone's running and the camera's just like swinging. Yeah, they don't and, really have that. And you just can't see anything, you know what I mean, when they're running from the monster or whatever, like in the Blair Witch Project and stuff, and it's just like flailing yeah. and you have no idea what you, is even happening. I know, but I feel even worse knowing that this dude has a huge camera because like like this scene, <laughs> They're for running example, up and down the stairs. Yeah, they're like running around. Like they're trying to restrain this lady. People are like trying to attack them. And if we could see what's happening, there's this dude just holding a camera doing nothing. <laughs> yes, he's not helping. He's not helping. He's not I, even helping himself. It's a, <laughs> I'd love to see like a behind the scenes of this. Obviously, you'd be able to tell if there was another camera up there someone was holding. <laughs> but it would be it would have been cool to see. <laughs> I keep looking at like, I keep thinking about that IMDb trivia fact where it's like everyone was super on edge and angry and scared. And it's like, this seems like it would have been so like immersive theater fun to film, you know, Mm -hmm. because the actual camera that a character is holding is the actual camera and that's what it's seeing. And Mm -hmm. I know I'm describing how cameras work. Mm-hmm. And and found footage. So works. it's like a magic box. So yeah, <laughs> no, but I agree with it you. does I think not take fun. your essence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just seems fun. It does seem fun. I didn't think about that. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I I also thought a little bit about Mad Max Fury Road because the whole thing with that is it's so frenetic. The speed gets ramped up, mm-hmm. um, literally like it's faster than it was actually moving, and sometimes it slows down and does all this stuff and. It's constantly changing, but the center of the the center of the frame is always where your focus is supposed to be. In a lot of the most frenetic scenes, you can see like super sped up YouTube compilations where you can actually track the action even at like ten times speed in that movie because it's always in the same place in the frame. And I kind of feel like that about this movie too, because he does a really good job kind of focusing your attention. And yeah, like this shot was fucking great, where. We we have the movie on in the background and it's on mute. We're not like paying attention to it too much, but just because like this is the point. They come into the room, the firefighter sp- spins around, the camera turns around him as he's spinning, and then you see over his shoulder the girl pops up in the background. Just standing it's just there. really good. It, yeah, it is. It, I, I do. I, I like the way it's filmed. It's filmed really nice. Yeah. Um, this girl's good. We've we've got a lot of good child actors this month. Um, she doesn't have that much to do, but it's a really effective, spooky little girl. Yeah, she does a good job. Most of it is just, the it's not talking, but yeah, it's not a lot of her talking. Um, I don't think she says very much. She has like one interview. Yeah, um, and her mom's like trying to jump in. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the way she she does do a, a really good job with that. And she does, I think this is all real, right? She's actually biting this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, Plot-wise, there's not a lot to this movie. I don't think there needs to be. No, there's even more than I thought. Cause, yeah. Um, well, especially the last 15 minutes. And then yeah. you're like, there's this whole other layer to what's going on. Even the stuff with the dog. Like, I really didn't think they were going to explain anything. Yeah. I thought they were just going to be like, people, there are people turning into zombies in this building. It's quarantine. Like, the government knows what's happening. I, I, that's all we really needed. You know what I mean? Um, so the fact that they go and they give you a little bit more was actually kind of nice. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I did like that. Even that ending stuff I thought was really cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, was going to say not as a bad thing, more as like an efficient thing. I I like the amount of plot in this. And like you said, it's not, there's not nothing there. And what's there is really good. Yeah. They do a, a good job using their 70 whatever minutes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, very efficient with it. Um, I, I was uh, a little surprised because when they mention, they do like the head count and they mention this uh, empty penthouse from some guy from Madrid. I don't know why I did not immediately know like, oh, they're going to be in there and that's where the movie's going to end is them like going into this penthouse. Eventually I realized it, but not right away. And I feel like I was a little surprised I didn't, that they were emptying, mentioning an empty apartment. And I wasn't like, that's going to be very significant. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a different experience because um, we were watching, we're watching the movie. And I think when we first talked about this, I remembered. And then when, by the time I sat down to watch it, it's just like a busy day. We're doing this after work. And so I was sitting down to watch it. When they mentioned that, I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I know how this movie ends. (laughs) Um, I forget what listicle I was reading, whether it was, about best found footage horror movies or if it was about best horror endings of the last whatever many years. But um, it was either something about best found footage horror movies that referenced that it has like this ending um, or it was something specifically about the ending and there was a clip in like the list I was reading. So I've I've, I've seen that clip before. (laughs) And it's basically just the night vision stuff at the end is what I'd seen. Or actually from the figure. I don't know if it's the same person. It doesn't look like it's the same person. It seems to be like a little kid, like a boy or something that's the camera yeah. sees in the attic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a different person, yeah. They're listed as different people in the credits. They're listed as different people in the x-ray if you pop it up. Oh, okay. Um, And yeah, you don't get a good look at them, but they don't have the same, you know, super elongated Skyrim hag face. Yes. Yeah, who who was that supposed to be? Was that just another kid that he had taken or? Seemingly. That's the attic boy. I was going to say, is there just a kid hanging out in the attic that nobody knew about that happened to get infected? I don't think that's the case, but. I just assume it was another kid. Just another kid that he had taken. Yeah, man. Who's who's living in that house sticking all those people in the attic? Patty Lapone from Bo is Afraid? Uh, I didn't see that one. Uh, Vaz listens to most of the episodes and he'll really appreciate that reference. That's a good joke. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spoilers for Bo is Afraid. <laughs> Maybe it was in theaters like four months ago. You've had an opportunity to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you got, you were mad about the the camera man not doing his share, which I, I, that did not bother me at all. The only thing that made me mad in this whole movie is that they don't stay put when they like, are at, uh, kind of towards the end where they like get a little brief moment of peace when they get into an apartment and they like close the door behind them and the the zombies outside leave. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, maybe I was listening. 
Oh, the the moment like kind of towards the end, they get like a, a very small break where they get into an apartment building and close the door behind them. Yes, and with the the doctor, and he ends up being bit, so they like put him in like a pantry kind of thing. Uh, um, yes. Um, Wait, this, with the like maybe gay or just kind of fancy older guy? Yes. At this point, I was the only point in the movie I was mad where I was like, just find a place and like stay put. They can't knock down like full doors. Just get, get, go hide. Yes. Like, one, one thing that is, one thing that doesn't happen in the movie because I guess, well, worth mentioning, this is all like in an actual apartment building that you can visit. I don't know if they've made it harder to visit, but um, the building's real cool. It's a cool building. It is a real apartment building. So, yeah, you're not seeing doors being broken down or walls being, you know, pushed through or anything because I don't think the budget was big enough to rebuild the building if they (laughs) broke it. So, yeah, at a certain point, I think they just keep accidentally ending up with, you know, zombies with zombies. Like what's about to happen to our our friend, the potentially gay man. (laughs) They do. The the extremely xenophobic, but kind of nice guy. Yeah. They do keep ending up with. You described him as fancy. (laughs) He could just be fancy. (laughs) You never know. Um, yeah, I, I was just like, please just find a spot to hide. You'll be okay. Will they though? Because I feel you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The government probably not. I don't think anybody's gonna rescue them. No. So like, they're trying to escape. They're trying to get out of this building. Um, because otherwise, well, there's at some be point, the government there. has to deal with this building. But there is a chance they like blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that's a plot of most of, at least a few Dead Rising games. Yes. Where it's like, well. You're in the zombie zone and the government's got a bomber on the way. So you got a day. Yes. Although, I don't know. Maybe they should just stay in there because that, that's what happened in the stand. Like they, the, People were trying to escape the like quarantine zone and they did and they just killed the whole planet. Yeah. So. Jeez. You know what uh, uh, I liked in this actually a lot too? Uh, when Angela thinks she get, got bit. Yes. Yeah. Because that is very unusual for a zombie movie where someone is saying they got bit and other people are like, you didn't get bit. Yeah. Like I saw that you didn't. Because I feel like it's always very much the opposite. People like hiding the bite. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. They don't really do that in this. By the time... Everyone is just very open about it. Like It it goes too fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible to... There's never a... Everyone's calmly sitting in a room and someone's like... You know, pushing down their sleeve. Yeah, it's just good. It's, it really is just roller coaster. Yes, but it was so unusual because like she's saying she did. Everyone else is saying she didn't, and then I had this weird like tension where I was like, "Is Angela like, going to turn into like a zombie and like attack Pablo over here?" Yeah, because like I think like she's saying she got bit, so I was kind of like, oh, "She would know more than like the people watching, right?" Or mm-hmm. it happens here. Yeah, and um. It, uh, yeah, you don't want to be running up the stairs first, and that's what happens to to Angie. And uh, I don't think she does get bit. I don't think so because uh, Manu like immediately puts the other thing in a headlock. And yeah, yeah, I, she does. It doesn't it seemingly she does not get bit. Uh, but it was interesting because she's screaming that she thought she did get bit. You know what I mean? I thought this was a great shot composition too, with the, with the knees going. It's yeah, so, it's so weird. The thing that always gets me in um horror movies the most is movement this is a thing we've talked about before um like unnatural like locomotion 
someone just not moving right. Yes. <laughs> and um, this doesn't have a ton of it, but that that bit there that we were just talking about when when Angela thinks she gets bit, and I don't even know who who it is if, if it's the the wife of the Chinese family. I, I think maybe. it's the Asian yeah. wife. Uh, yeah. Because this is the clearest shot you get of their face. Yeah. It's I, just in complete darkness with I a think rope it is, around it. I think it's the Asian wife. Yeah. yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I said Chinese. That's only because the fancy man said Chinese. He then makes it clear he doesn't even know what that where they're from because obviously, but he doesn't like them. Obviously, <laughs> no one's taking the time to ask. Does he complain about their food smelling or something? Yes. 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 yes he does. <laughs> when it's he thinks he's view. when he thinks they're not recording. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did like um, the little interview part in this yeah. too. Um, like I said, I think the pacing was real good. The parts where it does like take a break. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like that a lot. I feel like it does a really good job like ramping up like the tension, especially in the end. Like I felt uh in that like last sequence, uh when they're like running up to the penthouse and stuff, and uh they do the thing where he takes the camera and he looks down and they are all like uh uh So it, like where's Manu? And they look down and all the zombies like fuck off. Manu's one of them like and then Manu pops up. out and yeah. he's like, I'm here too. Yeah. I was excited to say I think this is a good stare movie. It's an extremely good stairs movie. Yeah. So, for our viewers, all the zombies are doing the reverse meet the Beatles. The, for for our viewers, we don't have apartment buildings like this it, it, where we live, like where like there's That's like true. a, a yeah. spiral staircase and you can like look down because the the area where the staircase is in this is big. They don't take that much space up for staircases here. Like staircases are literally as tiny as they could possibly be. Yes. Um. And it makes it so nice because they can look over and like see this whole stair spiraling and you can see all the zombies on the stairs looking up. Um, Although it also is apparently dangerous because that poor dude got thrown over. Okay, yeah, that scene too <laughs> is so good when they're all like are arguing and the body just like thumps. The yeah. noise for the body thumping is that really good a, too. That, that might be my favorite scene because you're just not expecting it and you don't you, see him fall. He's just all of a sudden he's just... You know? Yeah, it, you you aren't expecting it. Like, I feel like that's not how you would normally do, like, that happening. You know, like, yeah. if somebody's falling from a great height, like, you're showing them falling. You know? Yeah, you'd see, like, you'd hear the noise ab- above, see him, like, tussling yeah. on the railing. And you don't just all over. of a sudden see somebody splatting on the ground. Yep. You know, so I feel like it was different and it was really cool. Yeah, this, uh, it's a good, there's so many good bits. There, there and are. Stuff. And, um. It feels almost like a comedy when we do comedy and we're like trying not to just be like, and then this bit happened and it's great, but this is also that kind of movie sort of. Um, and I do like a lot of the stuff that's going on around the edges, but just the visceral throw this on at a party and watch with your friends and just, you'll, you'll be hooting and hollering. I think it's good shit. Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe not because you has subtitles. So yeah, you have to read a little bit, but you yeah. can hear this. There's the scene. I got it wrong. I, 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 I second guessed myself. I was trying to reference the "Please Please Me" cover by the Beatles, not "Meet the Beatles" when they're on a staircase and they're looking down. Oh, you fucked up! But yeah, I this is up. good. Good stair movie. It's gonna go in the, the 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 Hall of Fame, the stair Hall of Fame. It is a it is a good stair movie. I like how it's like they start at the bottom floor and like yes. they just fight their way up to the penthouse. Yes, uh, a lot of movies like this often get referenced that. Um, I was going to say get tagged with, but that sounded negative. I was going to say it's very video gamey. Not yeah. a bad way. Yeah, no, it oh, really okay. is. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. They are going up levels. Yeah. <laughs> and the hardest, the, the boss is at the top. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Uh, 
is embarrassing too to say about this movie. It took me way too long to realize this was a zombie movie. Was it before people were biting each other and then the person who got bit turned into a zombie? Um, it was like a route, like a route, like the very first time we see the lady, I didn't realize she was a zombie. You know what I mean? When she's being all uh, crazy. No, I don't think I did either. Not until she bit him. No, not uh, not until the point where she bit him. I was yeah, like, they're oh. in that room for a bit before she jumps on the kind of portly cop. Yeah, because yes. she's, she's like covered in blood at that point, right? Yeah, she just likes bacon. <laughs> we high fives. Um, because um, I, no, I, I, I was at that same point. I think it's because I saw a little very brief summary, and I was just was like, "Oh, people are quarantined in an apartment building." Was all I knew about this. Um, so, so, even though I knew the the ending because of that listicle, I can't remember the providence of. Um, I also didn't know it was a zombie movie going in. It, it's funny because pre-COVID, if I'm like, people are quarantined, I'm like, zombie movie. But now I'm like, it could be anything. Yeah, no, it's anything. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. yeah, I didn't realize it was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously, as soon as she bit him, I was like, oh, okay, this is... And now I'm wondering if it was a listicle about the best quarantine movies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, this was remade a year later in America as Quarantine, starring oh. that lady from Dexter. I, rem- I never I remember saw that. that I remember that coming out. I didn't realize people have definitely heard of it. Okay, so legit. As <laughs> soon as it's a it's not as good apparently. Oh, it has a different ending. As soon as a foreign horror movie does good, we immediately remake it, and it's an American movie, huh? That let the right one in one. I think was the same thing. I, it, there's an American yeah. version of that. Let it's called Let Me In. Um, yeah, it's yeah, kind <laughs> not a hundred percent of the time, but it happens a lot. It's happening a lot more. In the thousands, it felt like, especially like I think there was a couple because there is a run of like the biggest horror movies here were remakes like The Ring and The Grudge. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was gonna say there was like the list that you sent to pick from for yeah. this month. There was like seven on it that yeah. were all remade as American movies shortly yes. after. Yes, yes, yes. Right around this time that was happening. Oh, that's ton. funny. Just like that was before um, superhero movies were the, the only thing people wanted to make. Oh, yeah. So I mentioned that Quarantine, the 2008 U.S. remake of this 2007 Spanish film, has a different ending. Is it also found footage? Uh, Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is it? I just assumed it was. (laughs) I feel like this movie loses a lot of its magic if it wasn't a found footage, honestly. It's got to be, right? I feel like when you have a movie <laughs> like this, where like yes, it's it's, it's kind of simple and uh, well, simple sounds bad, but yeah, like you know, the, it's not very plot heavy, and it's a lot about you know just what's happening and the tension and the the chaos and all that. The found footage helps it a lot, which is interesting because I feel like found footage hurts a lot of movies. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to take a second. I don't know if this is found footage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, you have to go really far down because it doesn't say a found footage movie at the top of the core of the Wikipedia page. Um, way into the reception, someone mentions that they didn't like the shaky cam in it. So it must be found footage. So we're going with that. Or it was shot like a, a Jason Bourne movie for some reason. <laughs> um, and then real quick, I want to see how it ends. It's set in LA, not uh, Barcelona. Uh, oh, this is set in Barcelona? Yes. Yeah, they mentioned that at one point. Yeah, you don't. I only caught it at the very beginning. 
Uh, this shot is the on the po- is the poster for this movie, by the way. Um, and it says Barcelona on the back of the firefighter uniforms. You want to know something funny? When they mentioned that the guy in the penthouse is from Madrid and is like never there, I was like, man, why would you like rent out this kind of like fairly shitty apartment building penthouse when you live in like a different country? Oh, <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Not used to watching foreign films. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh? Mm. We're in that country. He never, uh, he's from Madrid. He never comes by. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, it's like across the ocean. <laughs> hey, mo- most of the apartments in most uh, downtown American cities are owned by people who live overseas and never are in them. So. <laughs> Um, and that's why downtowns are being destroyed. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not by zombies. I haven't finished reading it yet, but it already seems quite different. So, um, they find the key in the American version quarantine. They actually find the key to the basement. I guess maybe it's labeled, but while they're going there, one of the three remainers, gets bitten. So, okay, so there's two left. The pair are forced upstairs into the attic apartment. Mm, that's all the same. Where they find lab equipment and newspaper clippings belonging to a former tenant. Yep. Who was a member of a doomsday cult that broke into a military's biological facility and stole a biological weapon called the Armageddon virus. Oh. Huh. The virus is a mutated form of rabies, uh, which is highly contractable and deadly. A trap door opens from the attic, and Scott loses uh, one of the best jump scares, really. And you know it's coming, too, yeah. when he opens the attic and he sticks the camera in. But yeah. it's it's so good. Yeah, and it takes so long. Greg and I were just like, oh, God, this, this is horrible. This, this is horrible. Yeah, you just know it's coming. It, it, there it is. It paranormal activities, you with some dirty boy. Yeah, it, I mean, the, like I said, they build the tension really nice because they just he spends so long sticking that camera in the attic and spinning around looking for something before something comes you know what i mean yeah opening the attic stupidest thing ever it fell open it fell open. oh it did fall open he just sticks and, the camera uh, in. it, it was stupid to stick his head up there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it fell open and it had like a chain on the inside so it looks like it didn't seem to be an obvious way to relatch it um yeah so but and then it seems like the rest is the same a trap door opens from the attic scott not pablo loses the camera light when an infected boy swats at it Scott turns on the night vision before he he and Angela hear banging noises. Source of the noises is an emaciated person, apparently unaware of them, blindly searching. Uh, They attempt to escape, but Scott drops the camera as a figure attacks him. Angela retrieves it and sees the infected person eating Scott before she's also attacked. She drops the camera and is dragged into the darkness screaming. That seems like an an unnecessary change. I like this better. Yeah. I mean, that sounds... is that much different? It's not much different. The only right? difference there's, is where the virus came from. Yeah. There's nothing about religion in this one either. Yeah. Hmm. So it's a pretty big difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, every, everything else is the same. <laughs> no. Well, in the uh, director, one of the two, this movie is directed by two people. One of the two directors said that they don't like this movie because it is literally the same and it feels weird to watch it. Um, and ex- he said, except for the ending, but basically he says they made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Because they kind of liked having the sort of layer of maybe this is like fucking the this maybe this is the devil. I actually really liked that because I feel like you don't see that with 
with any no. zombie movies. I've never seen that before. I I really like that because it's also like it doesn't really tell you either for no. sure. Whereas this one does tell you specifically what's happening, which isn't great. No. Yeah, because I do like in this one. Um, they they're obvious that they're zombies because the lady gets shot a bunch at one point, but like you don't know exactly how much she shot you know what i mean like these things don't seem like they i think they strangle away while she's moving yeah they strangle one to death so you can't put them down for at least a bit of time yeah it it, it gives me like um uh almost like what is it 28 days later kind of vibes where it's like not your typical zombie like it's you know where i think that one too they're like i forget exactly what's going on but um Kind of like how that was described was an altered form of rabies. These things are like a little different. So it's kind of interesting that they thought it was like a possession. And you're like, well, what? we don't know exactly what it is, although it's some kind of virus. Yeah. And it's also not entirely clear that what they're doing or, or what the people who are getting infected not in here, they don't look like this person, you know? Oh, in the end, yeah. Yeah. The, this person's like, yeah, maybe they get there eventually, but it's not super, there's not a super clear, like, straight line of, like, this could be unrelated. <laughs> it, I, I suppose. But, well, it seems odd, but it could be unrelated. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. My, my thought was, like, this person's been don't think so this person's been infected a long time and it sounds like they did like experiments on this person to try to figure out yeah like help them honestly it sounded like they were trying to like cure them because eventually i think in the like recording they say they realize they can't cure them and they have to like kill them yeah yeah at this point i think i think it's a pretty big misplay that angela makes at the end where she um Chooses to keep yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bold choice. It's a bold choice. Once like you pick up the camera and you're like, well, Pablo's not holding this camera anymore. And then when she sees that Pablo is getting his face eaten off by a big demon lady, you know, maybe we keep it quiet. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't do that, though. It's like, um... And it's one of the great endings. She gets dragged off. Cue the Spanish butt rock. <laughs> It goes right into it, like El Godsmack or whatever their version of butt rock is. It's like um, with bears, you get big and yell. Yeah. <laughs> right? This lady does straight up look like one of the hag ravens from Skyfall. From, from Skyfall. Yeah. Remember that part yeah. of Skyfall, <laughs> the James Bond movie? Uh, of Skyrim, the video game. Um, there is, what, what is it, Outlast, I want to say, the game is super highly based on this movie. Oh, I, I don't even know what that one is. Uh, similar stuff happens. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I guess now you know what happens in that game. I don't know if it's one-to-one, I've never played it, but um, I remember uh, reading something about that. That makes it sound like it was a while ago. Uh, right before I came here, I read something about that. <laughs> it was also in the IMDb trivia, so maybe they made that shit up too. <laughs> And the makers of the game weren't told what the plot was day by day, so they were really anxious, which led to the to the atmosphere. Like, who are you asking about this IMDb? <laughs> IMDb is throwing out some wild accusations. I mean, if that's true, I mean, why do directors feel the need to just torture their actors if they're in a horror movie? Yeah, 
Um, I mean, I don't think they all do it. Yeah. Sam Raimi does it because he thinks it's funny to do that to Bruce Campbell, <laughs> but he doesn't do it to all his actors. <laughs> That'll teach him. Yeah. He's, his chin is just too square. It's too square. And make well, that no, man I- fight with his own hand for 10 minutes. <laughs> And it'll be the best fight scene in any horror movie ever made. <laughs> but like Blair Witch, they said the same thing. Like, oh, they didn't tell him anything. Yes. And they just sc- like to scare the shit out of him just for fun. Make him scared. That is, yeah. I, I mean, it worked. And then The Shining. It did. You know, like all those people were all messed up. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Shelly Duvall is, a, a, we'll, we'll talk about it. We, we've already <laughs> talked about this. We we'll, have, we'll go yes. back and talk about it. <laughs> yes. Not today. <laughs> yeah. I do like all the characters they have in this because they're, they're like cast of characters in the apartment building. It's pretty big. And like a lot of yeah. them are kind of tertiary, like they're yeah. not super important. But um, I saw some of criticism of it. It was like, there's some of these characters are one dimensional. I was like, I don't know. It's just 20 characters and it's an action movie that's less than 80 minutes long. What do you want? They don't like the fancy man. The fancy man's great. We all love <laughs> I like fancy man. Cesar, I want to say. I like the the building manager who's an in- yeah, Guillaume. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a intern, he says, uh, or something. I'm guessing oh. that means he's like a PA or something. Yeah, because he's like a doctor, but intern. I assume he's doing this like, like residency. That's why. At the very yeah. least, he's 37 years old. So. Yeah. And he <laughs> seemed like, to know a lot. And this is 2007, so they're not paying interns back then. Mm-hmm. And this the, this, in there's two police officers. One of them we don't get to know too well, but the other one has like a lot of a lot going on. He's got a whole arc. He's got a yeah. whole arc, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I like. Am uh, I gonna be mad and shoot these innocent people or not? And ultimately, he's. Uh, you're you're totally right though. He's another one that like the second he gets bit, he's like, "I got bit. I'm staying here." Yes, <laughs> yeah. he's you like, guys "Leave. You guys leave. I'm bit." It's also interesting too because I I really liked the part where they said that the infection time like has to do with your blood type and we have no idea how long it is yeah but i feel like that was like a thing that i haven't heard in zombie movies before either i Uh, but i I felt about like when when all those people said i got bit it's like yeah but it could be days right (laughs) i i liked it a lot because it's like uh we don't know how long it is between the different blood types and we don't know any of the characters blood types so every time someone gets busy like i don't know it could be 10 seconds it could yeah for the guy who gave them that information it was pretty quick Yep. For the lady who they left handcuffed a bit longer. A lot longer, yeah. yeah. The little girl seemingly the longest. The little good, girl good blood type. Potentially days? Yeah, it seemed yeah. like days. Days, yeah. Yeah. I liked um Manu. Manu. Yep. Mm-hmm. I I liked him a lot as like a character too. He was fun. I like that um right in the beginning of the movie, while they're still at the fire station, they introduce all the fireman tools and stuff. Because yep. then, like, you know they're up on the landing the whole time. So, you're like, you know, there's, like, the sledgehammer and, like, all that. And all, the whole time, like, I know they're going to pick these back up at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? We have special tools. Yeah, we have yeah. the special tools. Um, So, I liked all that. I like, too, that they leave it as a little bit of a mystery for a while where this came from. Yeah. Because um, they mentioned the little girl's sick, but it's an ear infection, I think they say Tonsillitis. it is. Tonsillitis. Tonsillitis. Yeah, I knew. Uh, which is very much, like... Of like, I feel like that's not a mystery. Like, it's not like you get sick and you're like, I don't know, it could be tonsillitis. Like, if she's been to the doctor and like it's tonsillitis, then you're like, well, I mean, it's probably tonsillitis, right? And then there's the um, the Asian family has a a a father sick up there too. Yeah, and you don't know if that's related. You don't know if that's related. I think some of them are like, yeah, he's like 
he's a paraplegic or something, so he can't get out of bed. Yeah, yeah it sounded like it was like a language barrier that they were arguing about because yes, she was like, he, she kept saying like he's sick, and then somebody, the building guy, was like, oh yeah, like he's, he's paralyzed, he's paralyzed, he can't get out of bed, and she's like, he's sick, I need to get him. Yeah, so yeah. It, they they make it seem like yeah, he's not actually like sick, sick, but then I think a lot of the other tenants are like racist and say he's sick. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. um, all their fault because I, they have a father. Yes. <laughs> and I like that the tenants are all blaming each other and like, because uh, it's real good because it builds real well till, to the point where the guys mentions it started with a dog. Yes. And mm-hmm. you learned in the interview that that, you know, that girl's dog is sick. Mm-hmm. And then like... And she does look a little more fucked up every time you does, see that. Yeah. She does. Yeah. But they keep passing off like she's getting sicker. She needs her medicine. You know what I mean? So you don't like, I, I un, until he mentions the dog, I wasn't like convinced that it was her. You know what I mean? Uh, and I feel like that escalates real good when they're all like looking at her. Everyone's kind of like backing away and like, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't Again, know. it's great camera work because it's mm-hmm. a super claustrophobic scene because both the fireman and the cop have the guy in the hazmat suit like pinned up against a wall and everyone's around him like, oh, you got to tell us everything right now. And then the camera turns. It's just that mom holding the girl at the end of the hallway yep. by herself and it moves in on her. And then that's also like the girl bites her face, drops stuff. People keep running around. There's a lot of hidden cuts in the movie that you like, if you're looking for him, you can see. But on a first time watch for me, the only reason I say, if you're looking for him, you can see is because I was thinking about during that scene, like, wow, all of the choreography that's going on, because a lot of these are probably masked, but continuous shots because it's just one handheld camera. And as I was thinking that, I saw like a very obvious cut. Yeah, happen. I didn't, I didn't and, notice them. I, I mean, I didn't notice the first time through, and like, it's not what you're thinking about either. Exactly, because they keep you real focused. Because even during yeah. those scenes, they're like they're chasing the girl. I think they managed to grab her, and she like falls on the stairs. But like, yeah, a lot. Of times, I thought, yeah, you 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 were talking. Keep talking. Oh, sorry. A lot of times, there's just so much going on because the mom's screaming during this. They're trying to pin the girl down. She's trying to like run away. Like, there's just so much happening. Um, oh, and then the people start breaking through the door at this point, too. Yes, and this you're is like, all happening. The yeah, there's like yeah. so much going on all the time. And then, yeah, so they go up, and then when they come back down, um, uh, I think when they come back down to get Guillaume's name or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, it, checks mailbox. While, while the mother isn't zombied yet, but people are coming through the door, and they're trying to push it back down, and... The and Angela's trying to get the mother unhandcuffed because it's like we can't just leave her here and that that's a, it's great. All the stuff with the door, it was really good. I, I liked all the stuff with the door. Yeah. yeah, and so I realize I'm just describing sequences now of a movie that isn't even 80 minutes long, but worth just worth watching, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like um, the short version. I like everything with like the quarantine that's going on outside too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just interesting, and I, I like how they find, try keep trying to find exits the whole time and every time escalates so quickly mm-hmm. too. Yes. Cause it just kind of starts off with the main police officer telling them like, Hey, we can't leave. And everyone's like, Oh, this sucks. I want to leave. And like, I think the door is locked, but like he's mostly just telling everyone like, don't leave. You know, no one's like, I'm going to smash a window and leave. And then as it escalates and they're like, no, I'm going to, I will do anything to leave. Now they're getting to the window and it's like, Barred and there's like SWAT yeah. teams and like they've put like b- plastic wrap over the whole building. Yes, they're in a big Ziploc bag. Yeah, <laughs> there's um, yeah, yeah. Timing wise, it definitely feels like that was already in in motion before the fireman crew got there 
they were kind of just like, ooh, man. But those guys wish they hit traffic. Yeah, right. Because they went yeah. upstairs. The first incident with the lady happened. They like ran back downstairs because and the guy had the and blood the loss. Already locked. The bill. It was already too late yeah. to leave. It can't have been more than what four minutes. Yeah. Yep. So. I'm curious about the the husband that's outside. I was gonna say that guy dodged a bullet, huh? I mean, like you know, you don't want him to lose a child and wife, but I mean, well, maybe. But has got to be looking for him, right? Well, is he infected? <laughs> yeah, you know? probably. Because it's his dog too. I don't know. Probably. Or is they he probably fine? get into this in wreck too. I don't know. The mom seemed not sick until she got that that face bite. She didn't, but maybe the, she it took a long time for the girl to get sick and if they have the same blood type. She also you know? seems like maybe the kind of lady wouldn't wouldn't pet the dog. Wouldn't pet the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't seem like that kind of lady. I'm also wondering how the dog got sick. Like No, yeah, who knows? How did the dog find that? As I was th- is thinking Girl about in that, the penthouse. It, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. A, a rat in the attic, interacts with that kid, comes downstairs, the dog gets it. Mm. Yeah, that like could something. happen. Could be. Okay. There's a lot of ways a dog yeah. gets, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess the thing it's playing off of in the American version is that it's rabies. So it could be like definitely any kind of wild animal, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be able to get like into an old attic that clearly hasn't been refurbished or sealed uh, uh-huh. in mm-hmm. years. That guy should have done a better job. Why here? <laughs> right. You know, you well, have to have access to some kind of like underground facility, whether literally underground or like, you know, I don't know. He seemed like a man with means. He was sent by the Vatican. Yeah, it They've seems got like, secret rooms. Well, it seems like at first they were trying to like do it in more of a kind manner where it was like they sure. were keeping the girl... You know, they thought that she was possessed, so they were trying to help her. And then it like started to escalate. She had to be like quarantined, essentially. And then it seems like they made the decision that they were going to kill her or something. Yeah. But it didn't happen for whatever reason. Maybe they couldn't, or maybe they, f- yeah, because he said something about like you can't kill her or something, so we're just going to seal her in this room. Yeah, I, like he did say something like that. I wasn't sure if he meant like you couldn't physically do it or more of like emotionally. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Hmm. Like I, I can't kill her, so I'll just like kind of leave her locked up and like just live with her. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> That's it for me. Maybe that was the little boy in the attic. <laughs> that was he's, him? He's, he's Benjamin Buttoning or something. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I like, um, I don't know. I, li- I like this movie a lot. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I don't know if you'd seen my text earlier. You guys have already been on the podcast once this month. So you already talked about how you don't believe in the paranormal, but have had a paranormal experience. <laughs> uh, and I think likewise, at least on the, had weird vibes in the same apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you saw what I said as an alt, we could talk about like, look, look up like a local ghost story. See if there's anything good. Apparently, there's a haunted carousel in in Barrington. There's a lot of haunting, th- haunted shit around here. I think we mentioned that's what it last I said. Time. Yeah, yeah, it's just everything's hundreds of years of history. People did horrible here. stuff to people here. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if we do have people tuning in from Europe for this episode, they'll be like, "Ah, oh, hundreds of years of history instead of like a thousand years of history." It's like, yeah. I think about poltergeist yeah. a lot because right, yeah, our whole we just we just build it on top is, of a lot of bodies. Our here. whole state's built on top of a Native American. Well, it's funny because in Europe they're like, 
of course people died in my house. Like <laughs> my house is 500 yeah, it's, years it's, old. Yes. It's not as big a deal to it's them. It's not a big deal. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so here's one. The Crescent Park Loof Carousel. Loof with two O's and two F's. I believe that's the manufacturer probably. Uh, Crescent Park Carousel. It was in uh, well, once part of an amusement complex and ballroom. The ballroom burned down in the 60s. It said that those that perished in the fire still haunt the ride. Employees report that the music turns on by itself, the lights flicker, and the apparition of a woman in hoop skirts has been seen walking nearby. Not on the carousel, though. Interesting. So the carousel's not really haunted, then. It's, the carousel's just... There's like, a haunting nearby. Okay. Your phone might be haunted, though. Uh-oh. What's the hoop skirts have to do with the fire in the 60s? Uh, Unclear. <laughs> it was retro night at the at the carousel. <laughs> I don't know. Is this just like a database of haunted places? Yeah, it didn't say anything for Seacog. There's That's no hauntings here. here. Yeah. That's why we moved here. The carousel's in East Providence, actually. Sorry, I said Barrington before. Yeah, we specifically moved to pick a place that there was no ghosts. That way, uh, uh, one less thing to worry about. That's why we live on Route 44. It says Rizky's Haunted. Uh, I know the kids at Brown think Brown's Haunted. People at Johnson Wales probably think Johnson Wales is Haunted. I think it's old enough. It's big enough that enough people have been in. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> local ghost story? Yeah, well, I should have looked some up. Do you have any good... After I had that idea. Have oh. you had any good zombie experiences? The La Quinta <laughs> Inn in Warwick is Haunted. Oh, interesting. Uh, two ghosts specifically. One's in room 316. Is it Steve Austin? Um, it's apparently haunted by the ghost of a woman who committed suicide there, so not Stone Cold Steve Austin. The <laughs> second one is an older man. He appears as an elderly farmer. That makes it sound like he's in disguise. <laughs> um, do, uh, do you have On any? the fifth floor. So third in uh, room 316 and uh, near room 506 in the La Quinta Inn in Warwick. No, no, I don't know. That's my favorite. I'm not sure if we had mentioned it last time, the uh, Freetown State Forest. I was gonna, That's what I was going to say is my favorite local. Well, there's straight yeah. up actual murders and like yeah. like uh, ritual murders that yes. happen there. Yes. Yes, there are. Uh-huh. Yes. So that so, one, there's a yeah. lot of spooky lot stories of about. things. Do you know like the whole lore with it? Uh, which which part? People, Just all of it. People say there's like yeah, mythical there's animals and stuff there too. People do say that. People say there's thunderbirds and like Bigfoot and puckwudgies. Yeah. Oh, you all, all kinds of crazy yeah. things. UFOs. Yeah, there's a lot of people say there's a lot of alien sightings. I know. Uh, I know someone who uh used to go there at night because I, I feel like a lot of little. Yeah, when we were younger, a lot of people went to like the haunted kind of places because yeah. it was that old um, like mental hospital too around here that people used to go to, yep. um, Freetown State Forest. But I know someone who went there and found a, a severed goat's head in the Freetown State Forest. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that just happens over there. It is. Yes. It's because like actual satanic rituals, like, happened. rituals happened there. And you like, read about it. Now people are like, oh, this is the place to do it. This, Yeah, this is the place so. to go do weird stuff. Yeah, it's one of like the claim to fames of our local delegation is that one of the state reps from Fall River was like the main investigator on the one that happened in the seventies. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And so there's like a book about it that he's like the main character of. 
I remember we considered going to the Freetown State Forest one Halloween, and we were like, someone will stab us. Yeah, no, it's just going to yeah. be weirdos in there. It's not like the ghosts that you have to worry about. It's like the other people that go there because they know that's where bad uh, things happen. <laughs> yes, That's the plot of most, uh, a lot of horror movies. It's opposed to of like most post-apocalyptic zombie movies are like, it's not the zombies you got to worry about. It's these other people. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Walking yeah. Dead? Satra? Mm-hmm. Look out for that guy with that bat. Killed Steven Yen, right dead. Yeah. Spoilers. We haven't seen The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. We're I think that's a plot it. line that happened maybe 10 years ago. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> In real time. We're not going to see it at this point, so. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Let's get to ratings then, since we didn't really have to do a question this time, because you guys already did the question. So on a scale of 0. 0.5 to 5, on any scale of your choosing, aside from stars, to be later added, I'm not even going to say when, to our letterboxed account, what would you give? Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll own it. What, what would you give Wreck? I'm going to give it four falling firefighters, not a four. Not a lot of good objects in this movie. I was just thinking that. I'm trying to think of what I can. I'll give it a. Four out of five. Oh, I meant out of five. I said out of four. Oh, four out of five. <laughs> okay, um, to adjust your score mentally now. Yeah, sorry. Four out of five overstuffed key rings. It was funny when they found so many keys. It's so many keys. <laughs> Which one's the key to the basement? And then like, oh, never mind. Let's go upstairs. Yeah, there was I so hope, many. Hope key- you can find it faster. I thought I was honestly a little concerned they weren't going to find the key. It's surprising they did. That guy had a lot of keys. There was a lot of keys and there was a lot of dudes running up the stairs. I thought that might be the end of the movie. It was them getting like grabbed on the stairs. You know what's interesting too? Sorry, now we're I know we're at the end, but I feel like they get infected by the level of where they live in the building. Because like it was all the first floor people first. And like, it, I don't know. By the end, like the the Asian families, like the last ones are on the third floor. I know this is way off topic too now, but... Speaking of um the floors, was I the only one when he's there? She's talking to Manu, and he, she's like, "We have to know what flo- where he lived. What was it? You read it off the list. Where was it?" And I was like, "I know they said this, but everything's been so crazy. Where does he live?" <laughs> and I was trying to remember. And I was like, "I can't remember." Yeah, that <laughs> was good. It was, was good. good. It worked out good. That was really it, good. I absolutely could really not. Good. I was trying so hard to remember. And like, I wasn't in the movie, but it was still chaotic enough where I could not remember, I remember where he was. It was the third floor, right? And it'd be in the third floor. But I think um, Europe, if you count like what they were going, I think they have a zero floor too, They right? do, yes. They do. So yeah. lots of stairs to get there. Yes. Um, my rating, um, four out of five penthouse apartments that are still better decorated than the former president's. Lamo. That's a good one. Catching strays from prison wherever he is. He's not. He's never gonna end up in jail. He's just gonna be <laughs> indicted on more crimes and then go about his fucking weird life eating McDonald's and I don't know, dying on a golf course somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna say Kablamo when I roast people from now on. I like it. I like it. That's good. It's your new catchphrase. Kablamo. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, any final words on wreck or found footage in general? We didn't really get into your experience with found footage, but I, I, I feel like we did on the Blair Witch episode. I think so. I like found footage. 
It's fun, even though it's usually bad. Yes. Um, this is often ranked really highly on most found footage lists. It ranks pretty well on horror lists, too. This is a, a well-liked movie. <laughs> this is such, sounding like such faint praise. I just meant in terms of people who make these lists, people who think a lot about horror, horror fans really dig this movie. And, and you can it's see really why. It, it's such a good time. Um, a bunch of movies we've watched this month, I would say, fall more into the like, this is a really good time. You should throw this on with people. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong at 75 minutes. Seriously. Yeah. I legit had an inkling to text Corey and Noah and be like, you need something to throw on in the background for tomorrow. I feel like this is a good throw on in the background movie, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Because yep. they, they like doing that at their parties with the mm-hmm. projector. So. Yeah, this one's really good because it's just like all action. Like if you jump in, yes. there's always something kind of scary. You think. won't not understand what's happening because it's just people trying to not die in the moment. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand the stakes pretty well. <gasps> Oh, I like the description words. Harrowing. Frightening. Suspense. Do you think Quarantine 2 is better than Wreck 2? It looks like it's on a plane. It is. Mm, It says it has four and a half stars. That's surprising. Okay. But I mean, who's rating that? Yeah, who's doing that? I had, this is, this makes me mad because, um, I wanted, I, I had an idea for, for a zombie movie on a plane. Whoa. Let's uh, make it. It's called Air Force Z. <laughs> <laughs> and since I've said it in a thing that'll get published, I think I just copyrighted it. I think you oh did. God. Uh, it turns out it's the president's fault. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'll act in it. Good. You can be the president. Perfect. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Where does where does the virus come from? Um, bad sushi. And then <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how is it the president's fault? Did he eat the sushi? He knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> So he served the sushi or there's a a couple options for how it works, but I just know at one point, um, the press corps, they all get zombified and then someone refers to them as the press corpses. (laughs) Hell yeah. So all of these ideas are copyrighted now. (laughs) Coming to a theater near you. Uh yeah next next time we could build on uh, our Air Force C ideas and, yeah. yeah I'm not doing it until the writer strike is over writer strike is over oh okay but you can't act in it yet oh okay the actor strike is still happening all right okay good WGA is back at work oh. uh SAG is not okay good anyway um I'm not gonna cut that because <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty short episode. <laughs> And I'm going to cut other stuff for sure. Uh, yeah, Wreck was really good. Check it out. All these movies have been really good. This has been a great month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you need another one, maybe we can try to fit one in. Yeah. Skinamarink is barely in English, and it's on Hulu's uh, most scary. I do want to see list. that one. It's good. It freaked me out at something special because um, I heard it was like going to be either like the most unsettling thing you've ever seen or you're going to think it's the stupidest thing ever. And so, like, I was like, well, let's give this a fair shake. So, you know, I turned all the lights off, turn it on. And it's set, like, in, 
I think it's like set in 1992 or 93. And it's about this like brother and sister, this little kid who's like, I think like two or three and his sister is like three years older than him and is named Kaylee, which was the ages and name of my sister and I at the same time. And I was like, "Uh Oh, (laughs) and so it worked really, it worked really well on me. (laughs) Um, I just thought of a good question. I actually asked this to Greg earlier today. Um, what was the horror movie that messed you up as a kid? You were too young to see it and it really messed you up. It's probably an answer that a lot of, that like a lot of people have. I, I can't think of it off. the t- I can't think of one off the top of my head that is actually specifically it. I probably could, but I'm, I was going to say, I bet it's something like, um, you know, Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> uh, or, or something like that. And I wonder if it's Beetlejuice maybe. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh, a couple of the picks we came up with were Signs and Jurassic Park. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I was thinking like a little kid, you walked in the room while you're, and your parents didn't care enough to tell you to leave in time or something. No, more just like movies that you were like real scared okay. of. I, I, I see what you mean. too young to see it and you really freaked you out. I don't disagree. I probably had a similar experience with Signs. Jurassic the time. Park, I was real young when I saw it. Like I was I was scared of that T-Rex. Five or six. And I had, yes. I still have T-Rex nightmares. It's still it's my favorite movie, but I still have nightmares about that was, it. <laughs> I mean, such a blockbuster and such a huge cultural thing that I think for a lot of parents who had kids that weren't old enough in 1993, but by like 1995 or six, they were like, "Oh, it's a beloved movie. Everyone loves this movie. You can throw it on." And they're like, "Oh, it's actually a monster movie." Yeah, they're People like everyone like, lo- torn apart. Every kid loves dinosaurs. Let's let's watch it. They love what? Dinosaurs. 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 Yeah. Uh, all right, I get, well, we can end the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for being on Rain Greg. No problem. Yay. Yay. Uh, you can check out our stuff on Letter. No, well, you can, but to get to Letterbox, you have to go through um, Linktree, linktr.ee slash late to the movies. Just spell it out. All our links to stuff is there. Uh, check, check it out. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, good times. Um, it's been harder to do bits this month because I don't speak the languages that are in the film, so it's hard to do quotes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, record everything, Pablo, for fuck's sake. That's how it ends. So uh, record everything, Pablo, for fuck's sake. That's what we do on this podcast. Mm-hmm. You get some gems. Not all of them, though. I keep the best ones for myself. They're on the cutting room floor for our Patreon. Uh, yeah. See ya. See ya.